This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John, back in the studio with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? Hey, John. Man, I'm doing great today. I'm excited to be here with you. Um, I'm excited to talk on this. We got a, I, I think we got a pretty good topic. Um, I'm ready to uh, get in there, dig in, and see what we can do to help these guys. Absolutely. I love talking about stuff like this, and today we're going to talk about how you can develop the elite wrestler's mindset. That's how I want to phrase this one today, because there are many reasons that you're unable to reach your potential in pro wrestling. One of the biggest obstacles is often fear, right? Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of inadequacy, or fear that you might fail at something and look like a fool. Like a lot of that, you know, we all kind of have those fears. But it is important to have the courage to overcome them and keep moving forward toward your goals. That's kind of how we're going to get into this today. But first off, guys, don't forget to head on over to our YouTube. We're going to be getting some new videos on there soon. We've got our YouTube at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. And be sure you subscribe. Click that bell. That lets you know every single time we post something new. But there's some good content on there. And if you haven't watched it in a while, there's a lot of stuff that bears repeating. If you want to check it out again, um, some good demos of in-ring techniques and some good talks about gear bags and whatnot. There's even an episode of our podcast up there. So check it, check us out on YouTube if you get a chance. All right, guys. So success in pro wrestling is a mindset that must be developed and maintained. It requires a focus on improvement and a commitment to excellence, guys. The elite wrestler must possess several key characteristics. And today we are going to rapid fire... 10 of the characteristics that you need to succeed in the world of wrestling. And before we even dive into those topics, I've said this before, we've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast, like it's the elite of the elite that make it to the top level of professional wrestling. It's a very difficult thing to get into. It's a very difficult thing to make a living at, and it's even more difficult to make a living at that uber, uber level. Like I'm talking like main event, WrestleMania, you know, Monday Night Raw every week, all that good stuff. Like, it's a tough industry to break into. So that should make sense to you right here that since most people don't have that, then most people aren't thinking the right way to get it. So that's kind of why I want to hit you with these 10 topics today because most people don't have what it takes to be a pro wrestler, period. So let me give you some tools to hopefully steer you in the right direction and keep you thinking in the right ways so you can make that dream come true. The first one I want to talk about today is stop worrying about being the best and just be your best, right? So I have been in lots of locker rooms, worked with lots of guys, and we are constantly comparing ourselves to everyone else around us. And the longer you're in a locker room, the more likely you are probably going to do that. And especially if you're not the guy in the main event, or maybe you're not the guy having the best matches or or whatever it might be. Um, You know, this is another good way of saying like comparison is the thief of joy, right? So you start focusing so much on how you're not like someone else that you forget to just be the best version of yourself because your own character, your own persona, your own abilities haven't quite developed yet. And if you're worried so much on why am I not as good as that guy, you're not spending enough time developing yourself and your character. So actually focusing 
on being the best version of you is going to take you a lot further than just worrying about being better than whoever happens to be in the main event of the show you're working on right now. But I have always thought that, like, my, my thing, every show I ever went to, like, all I really wanted to do and focus on, I think I mentioned it on here before, was, like, I didn't care where I was at. I didn't care if I was in the first match, the middle match, or the main event. I didn't care if I was in, like, a, a pre-show. That happened a lot of times. I was in, like, the pre-show when they let, like, 10 people in early, and you got to wrestle in front of 10 people before the show even starts. Like without entrance music or anything like I've done that. My goal was to always be the person they were talking about in the car ride home. I I did that a lot where I was like, man, I don't care what match I'm in. They're going to be in the car ride home and they're going to say, Oh, this was cool. That was cool. Do you remember that guy though? Yeah. Right. So like stop just worrying about being better than somebody else and just worry about being awesome yourself. Yeah. That's going to take you a lot further in the long run. Is that, are you talking kind of the switch is like, so if me and you are mm-hmm. both in the locker room, we're both pro wrestlers, like I'm not yeah. trying to be, I'm trying to be the best I can be, not comparing myself to yeah. you, but more thinking I want to be the best for the match for the fans. Like I right. want to be, you know, is that. And that's, and, that, and that's ultimately what it should be. It should be all of those things should happen and, and mix into one because if you're, if you're like, I want to be the best, but you're best, like the, if you look at yourself, if you zoom way out and you're like, what does my character at his best look like? Yeah. And one of those attributes isn't most entertaining for the fans or most hated bad guy or most beloved hero, then you're missing something yeah. there because that it's not just about like, if you're like, man, I've got to be the best version of myself. Let me go through the list of what the best version of myself is. Um, I dress really cool. My music is awesome. And I do these amazing moves mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of guys that do those things. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that have awesome music, awesome gear, and do really cool moves and don't entertain the fans to the best right. of their ability. So, yeah. like, be sure that at the end of the day, making money in terms of helping the promotion, helping the match, helping your opponent succeed as well is part of your best self yeah. because that's very important. It is ultimately teamwork. Well, and I'm sure a lot of the, these top-level guys I'm getting ready to mention – Yeah are the best at selling to the crowd, but they would get, I know they get a lot of criticism Mm -hmm. from other wrestlers. They were like, he wasn't a good worker. Like he he didn't, he could like the ultimate warrior. He gets hit all the time. You know, Hogan would get hit all the time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Goldberg. uh, Yeah. yeah. Right. But they made it all the way there because they Mm -hmm. were entertaining to the fans. Fans just ate them up. They loved the character. They loved the entertainment value. It's not always about being, if it was simply about being, the absolute greatest like in-ring technician you know there'd be a lot of different guys at the top of that mount rushmore list than hulk hogan yeah right but and don't get me wrong some of those guys are up there but seriously you think about those guys that aaron just mentioned like the actual like just being good in wrestling was not there but they were beloved by fans at all times so Keep that in mind. You can get beloved by fans or entertain the fans while Mm -hmm. you're still working on getting the best, maybe the technique and all the other stuff in there to become the best in the locker room wrestler. It has to be a part of it, for sure. Absolutely. All right, number two, y'all. Don't get complacent. This really takes effect in the local scene, especially where you're at right now, wherever you are, wherever your local scene is. Don't get complacent in that you get so comfortable with like status quo or just making X amount of dollars and never really thinking about increasing over time or 
this has worked forever, so I might as well not change anything. Don't take any risks. Don't do anything out of the box. Don't get complacent, guys. You have to take yourself far and far away from where you start, right? So, like, if you start in one place, because we all dream about main eventing WrestleMania, I don't think that I have ever met a potential professional wrestler who said that he never had the goal of at least, like, being on Monday Night Raw or something. Like, like very few people have ever told me, like, I got into wrestling because I want to be the main event at this armory here in town. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just not the case, y'all. So why then, once they get there and they start having matches in the armory or in the high school or wherever it might be, you know, in the event center or whatever town they're working in and stuff, do they start to go, well, this is great, this is amazing, and they may see opportunities there. Maybe you're not witnessing them properly, but a lot of times guys get so complacent that those opportunities, they just let them slip by. And they're like, yeah. I'm so comfortable right here where I'm at that I don't want to take a risk, risk to go anywhere else. Yeah, because if, if you still don't have that vision, once you get complacent mm-hmm. and you don't have that yeah. big goal kind of driving you, yes. then you kind of you miss those opportunities. You, do. you just stop thinking about them. You just yeah, you like let them what, slip. what could be or maybe mm-hmm. I should do this for sure. Absolutely. So don't get complacent, guys. All right, number three, maintain your confidence. Confidence is so important. At the end of the day, like I, I've talked about on here before, like like um, starting strong. So like finishing strong is something that I, I say a lot about matches. Like you always want to start the, the, the finish needs to be strong. You should always work backwards when you're writing your matches or your promos or anything like that. Finish strong. You always want that strong finish. And um, I have mentioned briefly before about starting strong. And really all that means is at least, at the very, very least, start something with confidence. Like, don't approach anything going, I don't know if I'm able to do this right. Like, I, I, that happens in the gym a lot. I'll have somebody, I don't know, jumping on a box for the first time or whatever. And it's like, they immediate, if they walk right to that box and they go, I don't know about this, I usually pull them back and I say, let's stop for a second. Let's find the vision in your head of you getting on top of that box before you walk up to it and jump. Mm-hmm. So that goes for your matches and your promos and everything too. If you are not a promo guy, and you have a promoter who says, I need you to do this promo, and you're very uncomfortable, I get it, number one. Of course, if it's not your thing, I understand. But that doesn't mean go into it with, with uh, um, the, the mindset of, man, this is going to be weak because I'm just not that good yeah. at this. Go into it with confidence and be like, you know what? They asked me to do it. I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. So maintaining confidence that you and you can think back. So think back right now on your journey into professional wrestling. I guarantee you, you can find something somewhere, some talk you had, some training session you had, something you did that gave you a boost of confidence. And remember that feeling and draw upon that and just try to maintain that feeling at least or pull upon that particular memory if you can to maintain your confidence. It's so important with your career. And that's something that you're going to deal with all, I mean, mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like there's always something that comes up where you're going to have to talk yourself up and yeah. kind of mentally get prepared that you're going to do well. So Right. Like imposter syndrome comes to mind. Yeah. We did a whole episode on that. Go back in the archives and find our imposter syndrome episode. But people, for some reason, um, and myself included, it's happened. Yeah. Like they get to a certain level and maybe they get opportunities again or they they get things offered to them and and they're like man like 
they're hesitant to take it because they're like, I'm not really good enough for this. Yeah. But it's like, but you got offered it though. Right. Like something happened and you got offered it. And maybe it was a fluke or who knows what it was. But there's some reason that someone gave you the opportunity that they gave you. So you might as well go into it with confidence yeah. and stop feeling like you're an imposter and just get in there and do the best of your abilities and then find out if it was meant for you or not. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, guys. Next, t- next topic, which this one's going to be number one, two, three, four. All right. Find a routine, okay? Finding a routine is really important, and that goes for a lot of different places in your pro wrestling journey. So finding a routine that works in terms of getting prepared for your wrestling, getting your physical fitness in order, getting your food in order, your nutrition in order, getting your week in order. I mean, yes, you have to be able to exist in chaos at times because things are going to go wrong, but as much of a routine as you can find where you're like, this is when I go to bed. This is when I wake up. This is what I wear. Like, get yourself a routine and eliminate as many of those little variables as possible to where you don't have to waste any brain fog on, on exactly what you wear every single day or where you're going to eat every single day. Maybe you're preparing your food. This is just about really, I could have rephrased this one to staying prepared, right? Like, yeah. finding a routine that works for you and lets you sink your teeth into your actual like journey as a professional wrestler there i can't remember uh his, his old strength coach his name's uh-huh. dan john yeah and he has something that's kind of like this the way he explains it mm-hmm. so it's finding a routine mm-hmm. but he says people are always having to answer questions yeah like what am i going to wear today just like you said what right. am i going to eat for lunch right right and he says it is mentally draining yeah like think yeah. about how many times you have to answer a question or yes. think about a, or make a decision mm-hmm. and you know so kind of the same uh information we're giving is yeah Eliminate that as much as possible. I wear this, I eat this, I go to bed here. Then you don't have to think about it, but his thing was this opens you up for so much more creativity Mm -hmm. and other things that you really want to focus on because you're not mentally draining yourself with it. So, like, just that one, like, maintain confidence. Mm -hmm. If you have wore yourself out having to make decisions, you may not have the brain power, the mindset to maintain your confidence. Absolutely. Take that routine, get it set. That way you have the opportunity to succeed in other things. Yeah, it's. It's a big thing, guys. To it'll add up over time if you it get does. enough, eliminate enough things that are distracting you, so where you can focus. Man, you eliminate five little things from your life. That's like one big thing. Yeah. And now yeah. you've got a lot more clarity. Yeah. All right. Number five. Focus on the controllables. We love to get obsessed and overwhelmed and saddened and grief stricken by the things that are out of our control. You know what? It's okay to be upset about the things that are out of your control, but stop devoting so much focus to them. Focus on the things you can do because you're probably sitting there focusing on, man, I, I can't hit the gym more than three days a week. Okay, well, stop going crazy about only being able to go three days a week and let's focus on I get to go three days a week and you're going to optimize and make the best of those three days that you possibly can, mm-hmm. right? I only get to train inside of a wrestling ring once a month. I'd be so much better if I got to train you know, 10 times a month or whatever. Of course you would, but you get one solid time a month, make it the absolute best that you can and go into it focused on doing that, focused on controlling the controllables. And if you, if you're like, man, my, my fitness routine is off, then it, but you can control what you're buying for the kitchen. Focus really hard on that. Lean into that as much as possible. Lean into your sleep, your hydration, those different things. If you can't be in a pro wrestling ring consistently, maybe 
do your best to build a solid social media following right now. Like social media is available to almost everybody. So maybe you utilize your time. You know, yeah, you can't control the fact that there's no pro wrestling school near you, but you can control the fact that you have access to the internet and you can create a social media presence. And eventually maybe it will lead you to a professional wrestling ring that will then be um, helped by the fact that you have this great social media following. So focus on the controllables, not just the things that are out of your control. All right, number six, learn from everything, positive and negative. We talked about that recently on here. So everything is an experiment and everything is a learning experience, right? So here's what happens. People like negativity, like people fail or you get criticized or whatever. First off, as long as you process that information file it away, learn from it, and adapt, that's not a negative experience. That's actually a positive experience. So negativity and failing can actually be a positive experience for you. And here's my problem with, like, just in general positive experiences. People, let's just say you, ha- you have a wrestling match, and it's amazing, and it goes great, and you love it. It's, it's almost like you get so caught up in the positivity of it all that you don't stop to think like, well, how could I have made that one better? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Um, You should be happy. Take your praise and be happy. But I bet you there's something you could have done better. And I I don't want you like kicking yourself and not enjoying it, but you can learn even from positive experiences. Like, yeah, the match went great, but the crowd reaction could have been a little bit better. What did we do that didn't get that exact reaction down? So please be learning from everything, regardless of whether it was positive or negative. All right, next up, it is about the process, not the outcome. All right, one day you are going to look back on your journey as a pro wrestler and you're going to wish, man, I, I you know, like right now it feels tough. It feels hard. You're struggling. It's, it's taking forever. Oh, my God, I've been doing this for so long and I can't make any progress. And one day, as long as you keep your nose down, keep grinding, keep going, one day you're going to look back and be like, man, I wish I could, like, go back and re-experience that. Yeah. Like, I wish I could, like, live that over again a little bit slower mm-hmm. and because it's actually moving a lot faster than you think. So it's all about the process, guys. These things that you're doing, like – It's not about main eventing WrestleMania, as amazing as that is and as great of an accomplishment as that is. It's the story leading up to that is better for the public and for you than the actual ending of that story where you're at WrestleMania or whatever. So it's about the process, not the outcome. All right, number eight. Don't be afraid to make mistakes because it only takes once. And what I mean by that is, again... Failure is not a bad thing as long as you're learning from it, as long as you're processing it, and it only takes one time. You can fail nine times, and then the tenth time when you get it perfect, your career launches. And then all of a sudden people are like, man, you're such a natural. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, my natural was the last nine years of hard work, right? right? Like that's what people are like, "Eh, I wish I had your, your, your born talent or whatever. But it's like, well, my born talent was the last decade of my life working nonstop every single day. So... Don't be afraid to make those mistakes because it's only going to take one time for you to really take off and launch into something that's going to make you look like an overnight success. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number nine, acknowledge your fears. So I mentioned this briefly earlier where I want you to actually like, it's like, okay, so it was the promo example. It's like, oh, this guy asked me to cut a promo, but I'm a wrestler. I'm not really a promo guy. 
So acknowledge that. Yes, I am afraid to talk into a microphone and then go out there and do it anyway. Prepare yourselves. That's right. But the worst thing you can do is be like, I'm afraid of promos. So I'm going to do everything within my power to avoid doing them and avoid getting like booked to do them. Yeah. Like I'm not going to ever, like if a guy, if a, if a promoter, I've seen guys do this. A promoter's like, hey, would anybody be willing to cut a promo for the website or something? And I'll see guys like pretend to not hear that. Right. Pretend to not see the message. Pre- pretend to like get a phone call right there or something because they're, they're, they're acknowledging their fears all right and they're turning around and running away from them. Like in reality, it's like how are you ever going to get better? Yeah. So acknowledge the fact that you're afraid of something and then go out there and actively work towards getting better at it. Yeah, if you have a fear for it and you mm-hmm. do it, then it's, it's, all it is is an opportunity to get better. Right. You know, that's, right. that's all it is. Absolutely. I, um, uh, somebody asked me the other day, like, what my opinion, like, what, what's my definition of positivity? And I told them that my definition of positivity was not, like, put a smile on your face and, like, walk in the sunshine and everything's going to be okay. Because I think personalities like that, if they're always smiling and they're like, oh, it's going to turn out okay, like, that's not positivity. That's, that's positivity to the point to where, like, if things do go wrong, they kind of crumble under the pressure. Yeah. Positivity, you don't even have to have a smile on your face. Positivity is like, here I am doing my best. Oh, a problem just came up. How am I going to deal with that? Mm-hmm. So, like, acknowledge the fact that there's an issue here, but you have the tools and capabilities to work on getting better at it. And that's positivity where you're like, I can work and get better at this thing. Then you go out there and do it. So acknowledge those fears, guys. All right. The last one of the day should not shock you, should not surprise you, but it's take care of your body. Guys, it is the one and only body that you're going to get. And look at a lot of your pro wrestling heroes uh, of of at least the the 70s, 80s, even the early 90s, and kind of look at how they've turned out today. Mm -hmm. Like some guys that didn't necessarily take care of their bodies. And it's really unfortunate. But then you look at the – the, the pro wrestling, and you know, it's, it's not maybe not out of negligence as much as it is ignorance, because then you look at the guys of the late 2000s and stuff, and yeah, there's plenty of people that are injured and whatnot, but a lot of those guys are still doing great things today. Yeah. AJ Styles is still going crazy today. There is no reason that uh, Macho Man Randy Savage couldn't have been AJ Styles of his own time. Oh, yeah. Like, they were so similar. But Macho didn't really take care of his body inside or outside. His mental health was kind of gone. So when I say take care of the body, I'm talking about yourself, like mentally, your mind as well. So be sure that you are training your body well. Be sure that you are eating the proper foods and, you know, speaking the proper things to yourself and maintaining your confidence and all those different things we've already talked about on this podcast. Um, be sure that you're being a good teammate to the rest of the locker room. You know, I talked to a pro wrestling locker room a, a couple months ago, and I told them that I said, this is team sport. You're all on the same team. You're all trying to make this company better. The, the, the brand is the company, mm-hmm. right? And it's pro wrestling and as broad, but, you know, particularly it's those three letters of the company you're working for right here. And you're all on the same team. Like I get, you know, you two are fighting, you four tag team, and you guys are fighting, but really you're all on the same team to make this brand strong. And if this guy is like shredded, obviously in the gym, measuring his food, doing immaculate things for his mind and body and training like a madman, and this guy 
is eating pizza every other day and he's constantly like, man, I deserve a cheat meal mm -hmm. and I'm going to skip training this week because my knee kind of hurts. Like, I, I don't think I need it. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you're being a bad teammate. Like, Eating the wrong foods is being a bad teammate in the locker room. Like you, it's absolutely true. So you guys, if you go out there and one guy's doing his absolute best to be the best of his uh, potential and another dude is not, then he's being a bad teammate. He's not taking care of his body. You have to take care of your body, not just for you and yourself. And I can sit here and go on and on about like, you got a family, you want to be there for your family from the years to come yeah. and stuff like, yeah. I, I, so I work at a gym and we, and this morning I watched a dad, he's probably, he's probably in his, he's probably close to my age, upper thirties, maybe uh, lower forties. And he was running around the track, chasing his like probably preteen son. Like he's like training him and he's, he was running after him and making him run harder because he was right. sprinting right behind him and stuff. And I was like, that's very cool because there's lots of 40-year-old guys that can't do that. Yeah, right. Cannot get on a track and run after their, their teenage kid. Mm -hmm. Ain't no way. So that's a guy that took care of his body. And what a, what a cool thing it is for that kid to have his dad out there doing that with him as opposed to like just a trainer or somebody or nobody yeah. or him just running by himself maybe or something. It's like, no, my dad trained me. Like, you know, in between football seasons or yeah. whatever it is. Like, I was like, oh, that's so cool. So take care of your body. Yes, for pro wrestling. Yes, for real life. But because you're trying to be a good teammate to everyone else in that locker room. So, Man, John, I yeah. haven't thought about that. Just mm -hmm. it's, it's a little bit off topic. But yeah. I mean, when you're wrestling, you are so dependent, mm -hmm. sometimes even on your success, because yeah. whether your match goes with the other guy, yeah, with yeah. your teammate. Right. And looking the part, like if it does, like if you have a jack dude and you mm -hmm. got some just overweight dude that yeah, doesn't yeah. look like he can move at all. Yeah. And that's going to make him look really Absolutely. mad. Absolutely. And no matter how much hard work yeah. the other guy put in, right. it's going to look like it's not, uh, it, like he's as good as he is. Right. Um, man. Yeah. That's, I, that I, I really, to oh, me, sure. that, that, that's a big point. Um, Cause you're not, I mean, you're doing it for yourself and for mm -hmm. your success, but yeah. in order to be successful, those guys in the ring are helping you become successful. I, I always knew, like, and this, is, this goes along with just being a good bad guy as well. It's not just about your body, but it is. Ultimately, I was very always passionate about taking care of my body. But, like, man, helping out the other guy in the ring, I liked being the bad guy so much because it was very natural for me. But also, like, I was like, man, I don't care how good or how much they like the, the baby face, the good guy in this match. I was like... I'm going to make them love him. He's going to, they're going to, he's going to leave this match. And I had a few matches like this where I would tell people that were obviously nervous and I'd be like, Hey man, don't worry. They're going to love you. I was like, as long as you just keep your head down and do your thing, they are yeah. going to love you because I was going to overcompensate being the villain so much that they'd have no choice but to like the other right. person. And that's really what it's all about. It's your job to make the other person look better and make people react to them better. So, and yeah. that, that goes along with selling of the moves, which is your physical appearance and physical capabilities and the mindset of the actual pro wrestling itself, the, the heel versus face psychology. So, yeah. Well, yeah. man, I, I think that last one just mm -hmm. with that point can be kind of maybe a golden nugget for some, I think yeah. it's, I think it's the golden nugget for me in here For sure. is because sometimes like I will work harder sometimes for others, sometimes mm -hmm. than myself. Yeah. Because I don't want to fail for the other person. If right. I, if I fail for, 
for myself, I you know, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Sometimes sure. it's harder, but man, if I know someone else is relying on me, absolutely, I'm not gonna, you know, yep. I'm not gonna fail them too. Um, so, Heck yeah. yeah. Great, great points in there, John. Well, guys, with that, take care of your body. Please head on over to Train Heroic and check out Strong Style. That is our strength training program built for pro wrestlers to take care of their body. You can sign up for Strong Style right now on Train Heroic. There is a link in the description of this podcast. You can drop in to the current level of the the week that they're on in Strong Style. Don't worry. You can drop in anywhere on there and get yourself a great workout and that workout will be updated over the weeks as they come. There's 12 weeks in that current cycle, and you're going to love Strong Style, guys. It is awesome for professional wrestlers especially because that's what we made it for. So check us out on Train Heroic. Just click the link in the description. But all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills that you need to go from the living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.